Welcome to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one. Does all this social media knowledge, strategies, and skills from this podcast really matter if you don't use video? The truth is any presence is better than no presence, but without video, you're really limiting your growth. It's no secret that video is the future of all media. It's where all consumers gravitate, so executing at a higher level than your industry peers is an absolute necessity to create differentiation. You can hire a full-time videographer, but is that really sustainable? The answer is no for many, which is why it is critical that you adopt and learn video skills to allow you to create video that will stand out. Having camera presence, knowing what equipment to use and how to use it, proper lighting, video editing, music and voiceovers, scripting, and many other topics are the reason why Business Video School was created. To teach you how to develop these skills quickly and easily with over-the-top support along the way so that you never feel lost. The Business Video School is a comprehensive video education platform that delivers all of this training, but also creates actual video recipes with instructions and scripts for you to execute relevant content weekly with all of the skills you learn. And it doesn't stop there. Regular video challenges, weekly Q&As, a real estate video roadmap, a community of people learning and experimenting with video, and so much more. Seriously, what are you waiting for? Why wouldn't you join the Business Video School today? Go to www.bizvideoschool.com forward slash open dash house and register for the next open house where you'll, you'll learn more and get a chance to hear from current students and even ask them questions. That's bizvideoschool.com. Check it out. We are back for Social Genius episode number 78 and we've got some juicy topics today. We are going to start with something that uh, Tristan sent to me over the weekend. So obviously, as you know, we record these uh, earlier, but we're going to share this. We're going to share the video in the show notes of a creator who makes her her name about predicting what's coming in social. So as you can imagine, Tristan and I love to follow her and what she predicts is really fascinating. Tristan, let I'm going to have you summarize it. She's saying that. She thinks social media is trending away from people that have the job influencer, the job, the job, okay, as influencers only into more of a trend of what kind of what Jeff and I do, which is we have we have multiple full-time jobs, but let's say we had one job. And then we talk about whatever it is that we're experts on or a specific hobby that we love that involves some of what we do. And I, I sent it to Jeff and I'm like, Jeff, dude, I think, I think she's right. I think we're going to start seeing a lot more love towards those people that actually do this part for a living and they get paid and on the side. They're just talking about what they do for a living and become influencers. What do you think? 
I think she's nailed it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, so, so to summarize, it's basically saying the traditional creator. So think jackass or think London, right? Uh, you guys know London uh, or think any other big influencer who makes a living to create content, not content around their life, but to create entertaining type content. Right. And what they're saying is, and she used a couple of examples. And one of them was a bartender who live streams on TikTok. She's a bartender in Nashville and she's blowing up. Uh, she's been interviewed on, I think it was Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel, one of the two. And they're talking about how some of these Netflix and these different uh, television platforms are probably going to be seeking out these creators to create TV shows around them. And I think the point is, is people are becoming less enamored with the staged concepts and content, and they're now becoming more attracted to real life and real life people, not these multi, multi millionaire billionaires who are getting paid to create rather let's see a creator who's just living it. And, uh, and I think that goes back to the whole geo tagging, which we also saw that article recently too. I think you shared that with me as well about how, how TikTok is going to be shifting to be very hyper geo geo tagged and people that are leaning into their geographic areas are going to have an opportunity to potentially win in this scenario. Cause I think, what was it? It's going to be for you. It's going to be following, and then it's going to be like local or, you know, whatever it was. So there's going to be a, a different area. And I think people that live in certain areas are going to lean towards following people in their market. Dude, I think you and I, you and I understood that early on, but it's been a, a little bit of a struggle for us to fully jump on because we were fighting it, Right. And I think I think you finally said, screw it, I'm gonna do it. Tristan, slap me if I ever tell you that I'm not gonna do it. And that's your exactly Ozarks right. thing. That's why I say yeah. you Ozarks, because I was like, oh Jeff, you are on this, man. This is exactly what it is. Yeah. So I the only part here that I want to add that I think you should be doing or at least looking forward to do in the near future is do what this influencer and, and we'll link her her TikTok um uh, page on there. It's it's the part where she said that she's also watching people stream live. Yeah. And and that part I was like, she's so right, because that's gonna take away from the Hulu viewers, the HBO viewers, because now you've created Jeff an Ozarks world. And I'm I'm on the weekend, you're out there. I wanna kind of watch what you're doing. I'm mean, like, I want I'll watch live. Sure. Yeah, and yeah that, I and that's I, I, that. I, I it, you're right. I mean, and, and I think we got to put context to it because so for me, we'll use me as the example because I think our audience is familiar with it. You know, uh, the boat races, right? I, I could literally set up a phone, stream it live. I'm really just living life on the boat or on the dock watching, maybe monitoring the live stream. But for the most part, I'm just playing it live for you. Live, live, not television live, just live from from the perspective of you, the human being, rather than the perspective of a television camera. And I think that there is something to be said for that. And people are starting to lean towards that. And, and maybe it's, it's less streaming, you know, like, let's just say you go to a ball game or a NASCAR race and you stream live. Well, you don't need to stream that live because you can catch that on television, but streaming something that they other, that wouldn't be streamed live, like somebody bartending live, you know, or, or something like that, or, or, 
I mean, the thing is, I think people are fascinated with, you know, getting behind the scenes. And, and although you might think you might have a mundane job, it might actually be something that actually gathers attention. And then you lean into that because it's not just that. That's just what's going to help you gain more followers. But then you got to follow my strategy, what I'm doing with the Ozarks, which you create these different pillars of content and it's lifestyle and it's, and it's highlighting local businesses and it's boating. And it's you, I created these pillars for the Ozarks and now I stick to it. And, and then you bring in the live streams. I, I mean, obviously I, I love it because I'm doing it. I, I do need to build in the live streams, but I think this opens up the door for so many average Joes, which we all are, you know, uh, to, to have a chance. And I do believe that your best chance for most of you out there, unless you have a job that could be fascinating, like let's say you're a ski instructor, like that might be fascinating to stream live. You doing things like that, that might be interesting. But for most of us, we're not doing something that's super fascinating. And so you lean into a geographic area and then you start streaming a local parade. You start streaming, you know, something that's going on in the community that you couldn't pick up on television. And before you know it, you're going to become local famous. Your content's going to blow up and you're going to become, as a real estate agent, you're going to become, you know, that, that digital celebrity that you want to be. So it's twofold. Uh, so people understand what we're telling them. Twofold. One, we have the opportunity right now with us having a job of what we do and highlighting either the things that we do well that we can bring people into, like the bartender that Jeff was saying, or something that we absolutely love that we do on the side that we become influencers for. And that's, Jeff, I'm going to point to you on that because that's you in the Ozarks. You know, I just noticed, dude, you, you're, you're creating this brand on Ozarks, right? And I've done the same thing, but away from a hobby, it's just lab coat agents, right? Yep. It's more on the professional side. So we really have both spectrums of what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so those are the opportunities. And I think the next opportunity from it to reiterate is you need to look at a schedule of going live, very similar to what Jeff and I are doing here, right? As we expand, whether it's on TikTok, YouTube or wherever, it needs to be part of what people are are expecting from you so you can bring in a tighter community. Yeah, but not the traditional live stream that we thought of five years ago where it's a yeah. talking head. This is a live stream of just sharing life. And um, and TikTok's goofy like that. That's why it's, it is interesting. But yeah, I mean, pay attention to this. Pay attention to this. And again, we'll share this creator's uh, information, link to the video in, in the uh, show notes. Go check it out and, and follow people like her. Obviously, that's why you already follow us. This is someone that we're following. And uh, but we're going to follow her and then try to implement because, you know, we believe that, you know, she's guessing. But I believe that her experience is uh, it probably lends to her having some she's going to have some predictions that are fairly close to accurate, if not 100 percent accurate. Yeah, I agree, man. And the earlier you get ahead of it the better. So you want to become the local celebrity in areas like I'm becoming at the Ozarks and I want to help other real estate agents do before they do this stuff, before they create a geotag on TikTok. You become local famous or you create the local content first. Then when it comes out, you're more likely to get raised up the, up the feed and you're going to probably grow even faster. So don't wait, get ahead of it. 
That's it, dude. That's it. And let's switch over now to some TikTok information. I know you and I were reading about TikTok, and I'm going to share my screen really quick. You've got the same article, Jeff, and I know we're going to put it into the show notes. But as we dug into this, this is the title of the article. TikTok adds more regional trend insights to its TikTok Insights data tool. And so I want to start off with this one. Because as I read more, I was like, oh, this is this is good info. Look at this. Millennial TikTok users are 2.3 times more likely than other platform users to create a post and tag a brand. That's that's awesome, man. Imagine the opportunity we have, you and I, to create content that now touches the millennial audience so they feel enticed enough to tag us and share something having to do with our brand. That's important. I think a lot of us underestimate the power of audiences on TikTok for business. And this just shows you that, that no, 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 you're, you might be using this wrong. What do you, what do you think when you read something like that? It's, I mean, it's just exemplifying what is changing the world, which is influencer marketing. I mean, influencer marketing is is absolutely changing the way we do things and the way you market yourself, uh, it has to shift as well. It's not the way we did it five years ago, even three years ago. And and everything is now changing. And if you're selling a product, you need a, you have a product or a service or a business like a restaurant, you got to change the way you market. And using influencer marketing is freaking powerful. And frankly, if you're smart enough, you can get you know, small time influencers and just do trades of, Hey, here's some free meals or here's some free product and promote me. And they might be a a, a mini influencer like me, who's got 40,000 followers, but I'm getting thousands of eyeballs on every post that I put out. Did you hit 40 K? Uh, 39.1. So I'm rounding up. That's so close, dude. That's so close. Getting there. I like that. I like that. You should do like a, Hey, I reached 40 K on, on, um, TikTok. And now let's go find 40 of our favorite boats. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. That's a really good one. So look, this goes deeper into exactly what you were saying. Uh, and then it highlights the top three categories. But first, I, I love this because you and I have seen this all across on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. Look at this. 40% of TikTok users who made a Christmas purchase said they bought something they saw on TikTok. Now let's hold that thought for a second, 40%. I know that for our most of our audience who are real estate agents, right? You'd say, well, dude, that's kind of a high number. Nobody can just go buy a home. But the point is you put in a thought of somebody, let's say Jeff posted an amazing showcasing home. Like actually, actually, hold on, Jeff. You actually did do this. You had somebody reach out to you. Tell me the story on this. Which one? The one that somebody texted you and said uh, they were looking at at the home that you posted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Something along those lines. Tell me that story because it goes exactly what TikTok did. Yeah. I mean, well, so I'm testing it and I'm, you know, as as a lot of you know, I'm I'm doing home highlights and I've got a buddy selling his house. So I'm creating a series of videos to promote his home and and I'm intentionally putting verbiage in there saying this home is for sale. Reach out to me. I know the owner. I can connect you. I'm not selling it like a real estate agent. I'm selling as just a random. I'm not even selling it. I'm just saying I'm giving the guy free promotion. 
and yeah, I had, and I said, DM me on Instagram because that's the way you have to connect. And I had, I had somebody DM me saying, I'm interested. Can you connect me to the owner? It worked exactly as I wanted it to. And actually it was funny because the guy, you could tell zero followers, one following, like no profile picture. He literally set up an Instagram just to connect with me, which um, I thought was pretty fascinating, but it just proves that this stuff works. Now it's going to take time. This is going to be an evolution and I've got to do it over the course of time, but you know, that is the name of the game. And, and uh, going back to, to that article, it, it kind of, it, it, it leans back to that. Don't just think product. Don't just think, you know, LaCroix can, which is what I'm holding right now. And I'm going to now just take drinks of LaCroix and LaCroix is paying me to do that, which is typical for big influencers. Think, think of how you can provide value to a community or to an area or something. And that's the same concept. That's, that's you being an influencer for yourself, for your, for your own personal brand. Dude. And, um, do you think I don't I, I I don't even know on this part we've seen on what you're saying because you made me think deeper on this we've seen glasses from Snapchat way back in the day remember like four five six seven years ago uh, that would kind of give you glimpses of what was happening live we saw Facebook team up with Ray Ban with those glasses to go live as well um, it's interesting that. We're, I'm seeing more along the lines of getting to that point where those products will actually work with the audience. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, those might have been just a couple of years too early. Yeah, I bet you. Like, think, think, uh, think, police officer body cam in the next two years. I think just from what you and i were seeing with the with the bar with the lady at the bar right that that mm -hmm. uh, that, that that might work dude like i would i might watch somebody do that i might watch you with the right camera just already plugged into well, you i think outside. for a lot for a lot of us to think about that we're thinking to ourselves mm, i don't know but i think we said the same thing about everything that now exists today i mean you know, yeah. we said the same thing about a mobile telephone, probably. Well, yeah, I can see the, yeah, but I don't think I'll ever have it. It's too clunky, right? Or uh, TikTok, I don't know about that. You know, 15 seconds, just, it's too short. And, you know, here we are. Every And, and that, that's where we're always challenging our audience to think, because that's how we think. Like yeah, the yeah. Oculus and, you know, we're still planning on being pioneers with doing things in the virtual world. We're just having the foresight. And I think right now we're sitting here thinking to yourself, I don't think I'll do that three years from now. Think back. You'll probably be doing that. Like you Seriously. can't, you, it's yes. hard to foreshadow it now and say, I I'll be doing that. But I think that there might be some truth to that. That's so yeah. true, man. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think the, the one, the one thought that we can always think deeper on is that we really don't know what we don't know. Like, I can't sit here and tell you what's going to work. We just have to test it out. Yeah. And if you already assume that stuff's not going to work, well, guess what? It's not going to work for you, but it may work for somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So It's definitely pushing the envelope on how we think.
And if you're listening to this, you're already beyond that. And we challenge you to continue to think like that. And I applaud you for being here because you're thinking like most others, because most people listen to us and say, eh, no, no, thanks. And, um, and eventually it comes around and people are like, damn it, those guys are right. Yeah, dude, that's very true. It just takes time. Sometimes it takes yep. time. Look Everything at this. takes time. 28% of users agree that TikTok inspired impulse purchases. I can already tell you that I'm part of that 28%. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Instagram gets me more than TikTok, but yes. You know, that's true. You know why? I, I actually thought about this process and went back and studied it a little bit. And it's because of how Facebook and Instagram were created. They created the click and it takes you to the website and makes it makes the purchase easier, right? So this is why it like on Instagram, dude, it is so easy to purchase anything. It's, it's easier than on any platform. Well, yeah. And not to mention Instagram more than any platform. When I'm talking about something, my wife and I just last week, we're taking winter to Chicago to go to the American girl doll store for her fourth birthday. I hope she's not watching this and doesn't know the surprise. She's not, she's not watching. Um, and, and, but we're going to take the train. To, to make it an experience. And we're going to take Amtrak, right? So to have for fun. And I kid you not, I opened up Instagram like five minutes after she walked out of my office. And what's the first fucking ad? Fucking Amtrak. Well, what are the odds that an Amtrak ad's ever going to be on my Instagram? Never, ever. Never. Except we were talking about it. Dude, you need it. You need. Who's going with you with a camera? That's what I want to know. Cause yeah, that could just, be a yeah. super amazing video. I, that, that, that's where my wife will draw the line. I have to, oh. I'll have to do it as a, as a, you know, like first person kind of thing. That's yeah. cool though. I want, I want to see her face when she shows up at the, that's that dude, that would be really cool. That's a really, that's really yeah, cool. Oh, you, well, you already know I'm going to document the shit out of that. So yeah, I'm, I know. So, all right. I'm going to, I'm going to be following you on Amtrak. Hopefully, hopefully my <laughs> not till her birthday that's not till late november uh all right shift over instagram all confirms right. that it's testing a repost feature for the main feed what do you think of that just just really quick repost why i think that reminds me of twitter Ooh, i like that and i, like and I think it's instagram being instagram copying again i think everybody's bitching if you read the article and we're already getting annoyed and disrupted by posts from people and profiles that you don't follow and largely don't care about. Hello, my TikTok feed is all for you. I don't even like the following side. I like for you because they're so freaking smart. It's showing me shit I want to see. Like Instagrammers are basically putting a, a label over their head saying we are old timers and we're not going to embrace change. Like it's stop it. Instagrammers, stop it. Like this is the way it's going. And I'm and I applaud Instagram for being great copycatters. Because <laughs> that's what yeah, uh, I mean that that is what they are. They copy everything. Here's one, here's a little paragraph on on what I think could be could be a reasoning and what will happen. Uh the writer of this article, the the repost article for Instagram says, I suspect that in part. This is what Instagram is going for, following the TikTok lead and working to highlight the most relevant, most engaging posts from across its app to each user. So 
it can just keep feeding you the most trending, sticking content for all users in hopes that it will keep you glued to your feed. I thought that's a, that's a really good way of doing it. You're letting the users, us, identify what's what's fun to watch, what's great to share, and just reposting it. And they'll be like, oh, then we should pay attention to those too. So yeah. it's interesting, dude. I kind of, I kind of dig it. I kind of, I agree with you. Good job of copying this. People one. just got to get over it. I mean, but here's the deal. The algorithm is probably not as good and, and as, as advanced as TikTok. TikTok's for you is money and Instagram's for you is probably clunky and sucks. It'll get better. Just like reels has gotten better. Uh, it, you know, just give it time. You know, it, I don't know. I don't know what to say, man, because that's a perfect segue into the next article, uh, which is about meta. And it's about Meta providing new insights into how its video distribution algorithms work. And lo and behold, what does the article say? Now, remind you, if you follow us, you've heard us say this before about Instagram. And here, here's a, an excerpt. It says, if you haven't heard, Meta really wants you to post more Reels. Meta, Facebook, with Reels being the fastest growing engagement surface across its apps and already taking up more than 20% of the total time that people spend on Instagram. In other words... They're saying we're going to follow suit. And it furthermore says the video in general is Meta's most engaging content format, occupying some 50% of the time that people spend on Facebook. Like, and, and here it is. It's just a trickle down. Like TikTok did it. Instagram copied it. Now here comes Meta behind the behind, like they always are. Hey guys, you should be posting more reels. Like no shit. <laughs> surprise <laughs> but <laughs> in, in, in all fairness tristan's been preaching this for months now and he's been saying you should be leaning into facebook reels i'm still not i still don't do it i just a little just need to hire somebody to to repurpose my content because i have them all i got to do is repurpose them but you know the, the downside with re facebook reels is they're sub 60 seconds yet and i need them to get to 90 oh. uh so i honestly need everyone to be at three minutes this way we can always run whatever we want to run. We're not worried. Yeah. When is that going to happen? Jeff? I don't Jeff, understand why. I don't understand why that is. And now, and now YouTube shorts, which we talked about on, on daily shots today, by the way, if you've never heard of daily shots, you can tune in most days at noon Pacific, two o'clock central, three o'clock Eastern, one o'clock the mountain. And, and you can watch us just wrap for five to 10 minutes on one topic and today we were talking about YouTube shorts, how they've copied TikTok, but how it's super clunky. And really the only way you really want to be using it is to be uploading your TikToks <laughs> into YouTube shorts. Because if you're creating in YouTube shorts, there's, you're, you know, there's, there's a lot of features that just aren't there yet. Um, yeah. But here we go. I mean, do you think TikTok sits in a boardroom and just has like a weekly meeting and says, ha, there's another one. Oh, there's another one. Oh, there's yeah. another one. Dude. Or do you think they sit back and say, we're not going to pay any attention. We're just going to focus on, <laughs> on constant evolution and staying ahead. That's it. That's, that's exactly the key. I mean, they've copied some things here and there, but I, I think that they really understand the audience that they're targeting and that audience is loving it. This is why I still think our idea that we had while doing one of these it's still money. Like we, we have time. We just have to find the right backing for that idea. Yeah. That, that idea is going to be money. And I think we know probably what direction that's now going and I yeah. will leave it at that. So no one else knows. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what episode it was in. 
Yeah, well, that was like one of the very early episodes, but but just the concept of where it might go. We've talked about potential investors. Um, this is fun, and and I will tell you, I tell you this audience. So we, we might we might actually stop recording these podcasts in the near future, and here's why: because we're going to be covering these topics on the daily shots. So we might take the daily shots, edit them together. Same concept. You're getting the same stuff. Uh, but we'd like to know what you think. If you have an opinion and you feel passionate enough about it, shoot us a DM and, and let us know what you think uh, about these. Not saying we're taking away the podcast. It'll just be in a different format. But um, yeah, this is fun. As always. I'm digging it, dude. Thanks. Episode 78. That's a wrap. What happened to the best number ever? 77. What the hell happened? Um, it was a repurpose of a webinar. All right. Episode 78. That's it. All right, all right, all right. Thanks for listening to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated. 